Yeah, what's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to Fix Pro Tips. You know, your number one stop for business, sports, and entertainment, bringing you nothing but real, up-to-date content. Hope you guys are ready. We have another one for you. We got a good one. We got some good things to talk about. We got some more updates. We got all the goods all in one place. So let's get to it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Coach Fig here to check in. Tonight, going to do a special segment. Uh, I'll be uh, bringing in a good friend, uh, indie game developer. This guy is uh, literally from scratch, 100% involved with the entire process of building up his brand. I know this guy since we was young, very young. I'm talking pre-teens through teens and now even as adults. Uh, one of the few people that I still identify with after so many years. And so I want to utilize this platform to shed light on his platform and what it is that he's doing. Um, we'll, we'll dive in a little deeper once I bring him into the live. And uh, but I just want to let you guys know this is, this is going to be a special one. So for everyone that has aspirations of being something, this guy's going to help you guys better understand the journey, the work that it takes to be your own person, to be your own man, be your own boss. It might be scary at times. It might be intimidating, but uh, he's going to let you know it's definitely worth it. It ain't always going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. All right. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to bring in the CEO and founder of Rebellious Nature Games, the one and only Jonathan Fagan. Give me a second while he joins us, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to go from there. Let's see. Uh, let's see how we get him in there. Yo, what's good, Fix? Hey, there we go, there we go. What's going on, my man? How you feeling today? Good, brother. I'm good. Uh, you know, taking a little time out to, you know, uh, participate in the show. Uh, I want to first thank the Most High for, you know, giving us the ability to do this. Absolutely. I also want to thank you, you know what I mean, brother? Because um, for me, it's a lot of people say no one cares work harder. I think that's not a really true statement. People care when you do work hard and because you know you cared about me and you cared enough to say you know what bro i want to see you win i pushed harder than i ever thought you know what i mean having a good support system is the reason why i'm here the way i, I am today yeah true indeed true indeed people don't understand uh how much of a role having actual support system plays and in, in, in just doing anything in life. But it's as a kid getting up and going to school, having someone to remind you, you know, get your tail up early and get up on time, you know, mm -hmm. to get work done, having someone double check to make sure you got your homework done. And as an adult, you know, 
you go to work and, and there's days you don't show up, but to have somebody say, Hey, you okay? You know what I'm saying? We got this. That sometimes that's all you need, you know. Um, and it does it does make a big difference. So, you know, I appreciate you taking time. I know you got a lot going on over there. We got a lot to dive into. But um, um, you know, I, I did a small intro, but I'll give you the stage right now so you can kind of introduce yourself to the people and then know exactly who they hear. Uh, cool. So, um, first of all, I want to thank anybody that's tapping in right now. It's truly a blessing to be here. Um, for those who don't know me, my name is Jonathan Fagan. Some people know me as Jaden. Most people know me as Jay. So you can just be comfortable and call me whatever you want. Um, I come from the Bronx. You know, I'm a New York City resident, native. Been here all my life except for one year when I moved to Texas. But I moved because I wanted to know what I was capable of. You know what I mean? Being my own man and sometimes leaving where you grow up shows you what you're truly capable of. Um, but I'm back home. I realized that uh, for the most part, I had a dream. Something was in my heart every single day. And even when I tried to quit and even when I didn't want to do it no more, it wouldn't let me rest. And so part of it was rebellious nature, right? And for me, it means a lot more than just a name. It's people tell you what to do in life. People tell you what they want you to be. People try to, because of their own fears and whatever that they, they feel like they can or can't do, they project that on the youth. And um, I go against that, you know? My personal, personal quote that I live by every day is go against the grind and risk it all and you'll achieve anything that you want. And I think a lot of people don't want to go against the grind. You know, people follow that because we told the nine to five is the way to go. And that's not really the way to go. And even if you want to go against it, some people are afraid to just risk it. You know, you ain't never going to get nothing in life if you don't take a chance. And uh, that's what I just want to tell people to do. Go, go do that. Take that risk. You, it's either you want to fly or you want to fall, but you won't be, you won't be here tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, it's a, you, you hit a lot of things on the head. Um, that was a, a strong intro. That was a good way to open up, let people know, you know, what you're standing and, and how you're driving the, you know, this force field forward. Um, you hit a lot of, a lot of things on the head, and uh, we'll definitely dive into that. Um, I wanna, I wanna kind of pull it back and, and kind of mm -hmm. dive deeper. Um, because I know you personally, it's kind of like cheating. I, I have <laughs> extra information on you that the average person wouldn't have, but. Um, uh, just uh, a lot of people to know more or less uh, when when did you like really have your, your your interest in gaming period not even the developing which what you do now um, game, what was the game that made you say wow like gaming is my grandfather put a, a a Nintendo controller back when you know Nintendo was the original kind of like gaming system you know for my generation at least. Hold it, so I, I could pull it back to Atari, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh I had the 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 box Nintendo and um my grandfather put the gray with the two little buttons. Yeah. Side to side with the alcohol. Nobody knows that like today that controller is really hard to hold but um as a kid that that was my everything, you know what I mean? Like um I played Mario Brothers. I played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I played a lot of games that a lot of people probably won't even remember. Mm -hmm. And uh, my grandfather used to always tell me, this game is not just a story that somebody else wrote for you. It's a story that you create for yourself whenever you play. And as I got older, I realized that um, 
I, I just love playing games. I love being able to tell a story within the story that I created. Um, and then I started to learn how to play Street Fighter when I had the Super Nintendo, and it just went all uphill from there. Um, Classic, legendary people don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just. Um, but more than that, gaming for me brought people together. You know what I mean? Because um, I think you noticed that when when we was growing up together, I was more of a loner. So mm-hmm. I would go to the arcade, and and the arcade was kind of like my safe space. And um, I didn't realize that all the work that I'd put in and, and at the house, working on my fundamentals, learning how to, to do special moves and this, that, and the third. When it went to the arcade, all that played out. And um, I was pretty nice. And because I was pretty nice, I made friends. And they introduced me to basketball. Um, shit, me and you, we became closer through the arcade. You know what I mean? You- Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> Marvel versus Capcom. Right? The original. The original. Yeah. I, I remember. I, I used to always grab Iron Man. I used to have Spider Man and Wolverine. That was that was my part. <laughs> and, and we played. You know what I mean. And the thing about that was, it was like to feel somebody's energy when it's right next to you, and, and you get to play against them, and you can feel the desperation, or you can feel their joy, or you can feel the oh shit, I'm about to lose. That type of energy, you can't replicate that while playing online and, and making friends through that, you know what I mean? When you can laugh about, you know, almost winning or almost losing, that made me want to start telling stories. Cause then at that point I realized that there are a lot of people that are like us that are good at the things that they do, but they don't have an outlet. They don't have a story. They don't have a voice. And I realized that, you know, as I started to grow older and start writing my own game, I'm like, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did. I went to school for it. Mm. Yeah, no, and you know what? I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you uh, uh, bring up the school thing, right? Because uh, I don't know if you remember, but I remember when you first told me that you were signing up to go to college. Uh, do you remember what I said to you? Yeah, you said it was full. <laughs> I said that's full, right? I said, but that was my personal perspective. I said, yo, because you know now I, I'm able to actually um, uh, re- uh, not relate, but I can give a, the message, but from a different light and from a different standpoint i can actually back it with facts and really what i what i was meaning to say back then was that it, it wasn't for me you know what i'm saying and it's not for everybody right um and and for that i, I salute you for you know um we, we were always you know close you know what i'm saying and um when i when i said that you didn't just ride the wave like oh bro say it's foolish like you was you was like i respect your opinion but it's what i'm doing and you know, fast forward years later, you know what I mean. You got, you got what you got. Three, you got what, what you got. I got my um. I'm three credits from getting my degree, but as far as all my majors, I don't have to take those ever again. Um, so, funny thing. Bro, so funny as, no, go ahead. My bad. Um, I'm gonna say funny as it's kept. You were right in a way because uh, it is for fools. You know, a lot of things that you learn in college and today. You can probably learn online. You could probably self-teach yourself that. But for those who still do want to go to college, even though it's a structured environment, use it for the network that you can create with people. That's exactly what I was going to hit. You took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, because you know what? Even though, you know, you could have learned it online for free or whatever, it's the network, the people you get to connect with that really makes a difference. So now when you're making this project that you're working on, which we're going to get into that as well, right? Mm -hmm. You know? 
you know, you actually have people that you can pull from. You know, I can hire this person for this. I can hire that person for that. And I think, you know, that's the aspect that uh, I didn't process, the networking. You know, again, I was on a different lane. I was doing boxing. I was a knucklehead in the streets. I was a lot of things college just didn't align with. And so um, um, when when I had someone like you bring it up, um, I just didn't, it didn't register with me personally. Now I'm like, damn. And I say it all the time, like even when I speak to my kids, if I had someone give me that proper guidance and they give me that tutelage and like really, you know, for lack of better words, put their foot in my ass and, and make me stay on track, then I would have been able to focus more on the proper, you know, the proper things. Um, and um, well, I don't know if you remember, but you know, I had scholarship offers to go to schools and to go to Penn State, you know, but I let it get to my head and, you know, I blew it, you know, and, and that was that. Um, so every everybody's plan, everybody's direction, everybody's course is different. And um, but in regards to college, um, what what would you say um, was the greatest experience um, while doing, you know, the, the school thing? Um, I got two. Right. So uh, one was more positive and the other one was more kind of like what set me down this path. Um, the positive was I have a couple of friends from college still to this day that. I keep in contact with, you know, um, shameless plug. I got a friend, his name is Steven Rivera. He's, uh, his own CEO of ghost music. Mm. Um, he does podcasts, he does games. He's a game developer, just like me and me and him was just real close together. Um, we went to a couple of alumni events and it was amazing to see the things that a lot of people don't really understand when it comes to like making video games. Cause like, a lot of people might think video games is just, okay, you press a button, the character does this, you press a button, the character does that. It's Call of Duty, it's Grand Theft Auto, which later I, I hope I can tell people why that really gets on my nerves with the whole Grand Theft Auto and, and Call of Duty thing. But a lot of people see gaming as this one-dimensional thing when it's a lot of people that do a lot of different things, you know? Um, I met a a lot of artists, I met a lot of musicians, I met a lot of 3D modelers, I met a lot of coders, I met writers, I met directors, I met producers, people who have skills that can kind of like translate to like other industries and stuff like that. So making a game is not as simple as just sitting down and being some fat kid in the corner, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a basement, typing on your feet, but it's a lot more than that. Fortunately, that, that is like the stereotype that comes along with you know game development really just the, anything engineering wise or development wise it just has like its own stereotype and it's funny that you say that because you know um what what you just described there is that network what you just described there is that team that it takes to come together to produce what you're working on and the consumer just gets the finished product it's like think about that artist that blows up and they got a hit record on the radio. They're like, yo, this guy came out of nowhere. He blew up overnight. Like, nah, man, you just heard about him. He's been working 10, 15, 20 years on his craft. I think that's the beauty of it. When you go through the entire process and you put it on mainstream and it starts to, to gain any kind of traction, I think that's when you find that point of validation. That's when you can actually say, oh, look what I'm doing, working. And, um, you know, like I said, man, I salute you, man, because, um, you know, that grind, man, you know, going to school, holding on a job, you know, being a father, like, it's 
it's it's a grind. You know what I'm saying? I, I get that because I've had a hundred different grinds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. And so for that, I salute you. And um. So, um. In regards no. to uh, <laughs> the up and coming, you know, generation that may want to be in in your type of field, what um what 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 are some of the do's and don'ts you would uh suggest? All right, so some of the do's and don'ts, right? First of all, it's I would like to tell them, choose which side of the industry you want to get into, right? Um, you can be part of the industry itself where you work for a big company, you get paid, whatever, whatever. Um, there's a lot of pros and cons to both, but being in the industry, you want to be indie, right? So myself, I chose being indie because, you know, in college, I was forced to make a game that I really didn't like and it stifled my creativity. And um, being where I come from, uh, we come from the street, for lack of better words, right? And the one thing that people don't understand that coming from the street is this. We are pioneers of our own creativity. You know, we don't let people tell us what we can or can't do, who we can or can't be, what we can or can't express. We express ourselves in our way. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. You can call us whatever you want. You can call us rebels, but we live by our own creed, which is I'm going to be me at any and all times, you know? And I think that is the beauty of where we come from. You know what I mean? Um, different backgrounds, different religions, different creeds, but we all live in this, this community where we all love each other. And so being part of that indie route, you're going to meet a lot of different creators who create different things. And they might put you on to somebody who might help you in the long run, you know? So it just really depends on the individual. It goes back to that network. It goes back mm -hmm. to that That's what's up. I can dig it now. Um, I myself personally, I, I, I love, I love the name of your company. Um, shed a little light where the name comes from. You know what I'm saying? Like I know, but you know, <laughs> rebellious nature, uh, let, let the people know where this name come from, man. Um, my grandmother, right? <laughs> I love my grandmother to death. Uh, she, she, with her and my grandfather, they raised me. You know, I spent the first four more years of my life with my grandmother. Then I moved in with my mom. Um, but my grandmother, my grandfather always raised me to be who I am. You know what I mean? He says, look, do what you want to do and people will come to you, right? But my grandmother always said, why can't you follow the past? She's like, you have such a rebellious nature. You don't listen to nobody. You do what you want to do, how you want to do it, the way you want to do it. You don't care about friends. Uh, if people don't want to play with you, you'll play by yourself. And if people come to you, you'll accept them. And if they don't, you just don't care. And um, I still live that way. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think I'm as hard as people might portray me as or as I might come off. Um, I'm a people person and I want people to be who they are. You know what I mean? Um, I know there was a lot of times in my life where people tried to get me to be something that I wasn't and I never felt comfortable with it. And I was like, my nature will not allow me to be something that I'm not. And if, if this is what the world wants me to be, I'm just going to rebel against it. You know, and I'm still that way. You know what I mean? Um, I want people who come into my company to understand that this is your life and your story. You know, 
I can be your boss today, tomorrow, whatever, if you're working for me, but I will never keep you from being who you are. You know, I want you to tell your story from your point of view, from your perception. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want somebody to tell you, oh, this ain't cool, so don't do it. You know what I mean? It's you. How am I going to tell you not to be you? And so that's what my company stands for. You know, personal yeah. creativity and honesty. That's dope, and I'm glad that you that you touch on that. And by touching on that, I I, I also want to say, um, for those uh, up and coming you know artists that you know want to be a part of what you're doing, how can they get in touch with you? Um, are there any services that you're in need of? Are you currently looking for you know any type of assistance with what you got going on? Well, um, since I'm just starting, uh, I do have a PayPal account. Uh, I tend to keep it private for right now. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not, I was trying to do it so I can show people what I'm capable of before I just go out there, you know, shamelessly asking for money. But uh, I do need a 3D modeler right now. I'm working on a, a, a very, very, very long overdue lifelong project. Uh, if people want to get in touch with me, they can hit me up on my IG at rebelliousnaturegames.com or they can email me at rebelliousnaturegaming at gmail.com. Okay, cool. I'll make sure that uh, you know we uh, we drop that info. You know, again, you know, one or two more times on how to reach you. Now, um, in regard to the gaming c- scenario, um, are you in a position? Like, uh, I, I again, I got all this info already. So <laughs> I don't want to like drop bombs that I ain't supposed to. Are you in a position to be able to release or not release, but at least share the title? of the game for the people and so they can know what they, what they should be looking out for do you have a projected time frame where at least a demo would be available for the public um i'm looking for an available demo to be released uh june 1st of next year um i want people to look out for the title it's called universal warriors um and if we got time you know his my pop pitch uh the main character, his name is Jaden, and um, we start off his story with him being at a football game. And um, he gets up, he sees his friend getting jumped, he jumps on the field, and uh, he goes out there to protect his friend. They end up getting caught by a local militia that, you know, in the, in the midst of having a coup d'etat against the United States. Uh, he ends up going away for a little bit. He learns the things that he needs to learn in his life, becomes a superhero. And comes back home to release his home from the tyranny that that home is going through right now. Um, part of the premise of the story is uh, I know a lot of colored kids who lived in the hood growing up, especially in New York City. We lived through the stop and frisk era, and um, I wanted to dispel how people view people of color or or just people in urban areas. How do you look at us like we're just threats? Um, I wanted to show and, and really express that we're more than what people think of us, you know, especially uh, because of Grand Theft Auto. Like, as a kid, I loved it. As a man, I'm like, uh, um, we're not criminals. Not all of us is thieves. You know, people of color in, in urban areas, we are really family-based. And I want to project that and show that in my game. And hopefully, um, God willing, the message will get across. Mm. Yeah, that's deep, that's deep. man. You know, when you first ran that by me, I told you how I felt about it. I, I love the approach. 
love the idea. I like, and I can tell that you've definitely reworked your game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's you know, that's great, man. That just shows it shows how much you've you know you've invested into this, and how much you've grown from when we first started uh, having these talks. Um, in regards to, uh, uh, so you said you have a PayPal set up, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What are some of the avenues you're exploring currently in regards to getting funding or or just outside support for for your company so you can. Uh, either stay on task or even, you know, if possible, even move ahead of, ahead of time? Uh, first thing I want to do is um, I want to finish a demo or finish a playable demo, uh, something for the people to see so I can uh, put up a Kickstarter um, or even a Patreon. I think for the Kickstarter, it would just be like public crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. But for my Patreon, which I'm in the, uh, the process of setting up, I want to show people more of the inside of what I'm doing, okay. you know, uh, I can send out uh, for different tiers, uh, original artwork. Um, I will try to get a couple of artists to make a original artwork that's just for different level of Patreons. Uh, they'll get to play uh, unreleased demos, uh, which is something that's great because it's great for feedback. Uh, I want to ge- keep my audience in the loop, you know, so they can actually see what I'm doing and, and give feedback. And I think that's what makes a great game. Uh, being able to directly, you know, communicate with my my consumers and and my customers and and my fans, because uh, y'all make me who I am. This is why I do what I do. You know, um, I do what I do for that one little kid that says, "I have a dream," but I'm not sure if I can do it. You know, because people are always in my ear telling me I, I can do it or I might not be able to do it or, or whatever. You know what I mean? I do it for him because I also have a son. So, so my next question to that is, um, what do you look? What are you? What are you planning to do different? Because you know, um, unfortunately, we like we hear this from like everybody when they first start out, and mm-hmm. they reach like um, the, a certain level of success, and then it becomes almost impossible to reach these people. So, what's what's your approach? What's your plan? Uh, to ensure that when that kid that has a dream is old enough to pursue it and make it a reality, what's your plan to ensure that that kid is able to reach your company? Email me. Send me an email. Comment underneath a photo. Um, Hit me up because I truly believe just because I made it to a certain level of success doesn't mean that I should not be unreachable by somebody who might want to do what I'm doing, you know? Um, are, you, uh, think, are you open into uh, mentoring? Yes. Uh, that's how I got this far, you know what I mean? Um, without giving up too too much information, uh, I have a great mentor. I have a couple of great mentors, you being one of them. But my mentors, no matter how far ahead that they got in life, continue to pull me upwards no matter how much of a knucklehead I was no matter how ignorant I was or no matter how much I did or did not get it my mentors always pushed me up and said they believed in me and so I want that little kid to come to me and say you know I got a dream how do I do it or can you help me and I'll sit down and and have a conversation with them 
how do you want to do this? Let's explain how you want to do this. Are you serious about wanting to do this? Because I am the type of person that, and, and I'll just be totally honest, I'll be your biggest cheerleader. And as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, I'll cheerlead you on, I'll push you forward. I'll give you all the support that you need. But as long as you prove it to yourself before you prove it to me and you keep working, I'll help you. Okay. That's good. That's good. You know, um, and, and uh, you know me, I hold you to it. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll make sure that, you know, people have, you know, all the, all the means necessary to get in touch. With you. I think it's important. There's so many different lanes, so many different industries, and a lot of people don't have the proper resources or, or just the proper information needed to be able to make progress and, and and sometimes they just don't know how to you know make contact and i think it's major i think it's i think it's uh uh necessary at this point you know especially like you you, you hit it on the head with the youth and the youth is the future so we have to really encourage them to want to do better want to push forward and make progress it's unfortunately you know it's all about you know what's trending on, on TikTok or, you know, the next the next hot thing. And the reality of it is that a lot of these people that are trending really ain't making no money. Um, no. And and even if they are making money, they're not living better lifestyles. And that's the, the thing that I want to, you know, start to break down as I move forward, which is, you know, money management. Because without money management, you'll never reach financial freedom, you know. So making more money doesn't make you stable. Right? Because if you still got the same poor spending habits, you're going to end up in the same, if not worse, predicament than what you started in. So money management is the key to establishing financial freedom. There's many layers to it. It's, you know, people think you got to have a certain number. No, you don't. You just have to You have to find a system that works for you. Um, I'm not saying my system is perfect. I'm not for eight. <laughs> right? Um, and, you, you know, I'm, I'm an open book. I'm not out here charging people. I don't got like these clickbait videos. Hey, you know, five steps on how to become. And then before you get the action sequence, like, click the link and subscribe. And I ain't going through all that. I'm giving out free game. Um, and so that's why, you know, I, like I said, I appreciate you even taking time out to do this because it's not necessarily just about creating awareness for what's coming up in the future with you. But also, you know, to let someone out there coming up know and understand that there are other opportunities out there. It doesn't you don't gotta be a football player, you don't gotta be a basketball player, you don't gotta be a baseball player, you don't gotta box, you don't have to know that stuff. There's plenty of other ways that you can contribute to society and don't have to be in the front lines. You don't gotta be a rapper, you don't gotta be a singer, you know, if the young ladies they don't gotta be out here twerking and all this craziness. You know? Um, unfortunately, uh, coming from urban environment, that seems to be the easiest way out because that's what's taught from the beginning, you know what I'm saying, from small. So, um, you know, like I said, you you making yourself available, I think that's major, um, and, and, and I salute you for that, you know. Um, moving forward, um, what's, what's the vision for rebellious nature? What's the vision like? I know right now where we at. We're in the ground floor. We're on the way up. Uh, my vision for rebellious nature is, is uh, multifaceted. You know, um, I don't want to just pigeonhole myself as uh, an indie game company. You know what I mean? Um, I want rebellious nature to be a platform for creatives. You know, all creatives. So, uh, if you want to do a comic book. 
you know, I want to expand to doing uh, digital media and physical media. Um, so artists can come out there and tell their stories through, through comic books, you know, even to this day, it's still big. Um, there's people out there that want to do animation. I want people to, you know, show off their, their 3D animation skills, their 2D animation skills. Um, if we have writers out there, I want to open up uh, a, a section so people can write books. You know, I'm big on people's freedom through multiple avenues, through multiple lanes. And uh, I hope, hopefully, you know, God willing, as the years progress, I would be able to give a platform to those who don't have that platform themselves. Um, coming from where I come from, um, we had the schoolyard down the block. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of years, we played basketball there. And um, when they closed the schoolyard, we didn't have a place to play ball. Uh, then we had 161 at the at Yankee Stadium. Uh, for those who live in New York, especially the Bronx, we called it the Brotherhood. And um, the Brotherhood had rules where it was no fighting there. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you, you know, part of whatever organization that you're part of, it was, you know, fair ground there, you know. Um, when they took that down, we didn't have that. Uh, there wasn't a lot of after school programs for, you know, kids in our community to just kind of like do stuff. And I don't want these kids to fall in the same cracks that we did, you know, especially coming from where we came from. Uh, I know a lot of young artists out there, my daughter being one of them, uh, to give her a platform to just show off her creativity and stuff like that. Um, and as my company, and, and, and I hold true to this from today until, you know, the day that my company is great or my company falls over, I want any creative who works for me to take 90% of their profits and 10% come to my company because I don't feel like I should take everything that you made because this is your hard work. That's your hard work. You know what I mean? I want people to be able to feel comfortable enough to say that, you know, I did this and they just helped me. You know yeah, that's, I mean? that's dope because, you know, you, 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 at that point, you kind of become like a resource center for, you know, developers and artists all, all alike. But that's that's dope. That's something dope. And, um, you know, uh, with uh, our new, with my new found situation, you know, I'm, I'm a do my part to make sure that this you know this this episode in particular gets pushed out you know i wanted to reach the masses it's not for me it's not about the views or the streams or any of that it's really about getting the message out there and so you know i think that'll that'll be major you know there's going to be a lot of people that, that will be able to identify and, and want to be a part of it and um you know so um uh, let's take a quick moment right now so again a plug in you know how they can <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Plug in how they can reach you, and uh, and, and you know, because you know whoever's listening to this, if they don't catch the beginning, they can catch the middle, and you know, so plug in one more time how they can reach you. Uh, you can reach me on my IG. You can send me a DM. I'm, I'm open to a lot of people. Um, it's Rebellious Nature Games at uh, IG, or you can hit me up on my Gmail directly at Rebellious Nature Gaming at gmail.com. Um, I'm pretty more open to everything. I, I normally have a fast response time unless I'm working or I'm asleep. Um, I'm open to pretty much any conversation. If you have an idea, if you're inquiring, uh, if you're just scared and you want my personal advice from just my, my personal experience, uh, I'm willing to, to talk to any and everybody that has any inquiries. Mm, that's what's up, man. Yeah, that's a good look. So now, um, what's the... We're looking at June 2023 mm -hmm. to 
functional demo. Um, what's the next step after that? Let the people know. Because, again, people just, the only thing they know is that the new game drops on Friday. That's all they know. So so, so we, we, we establish the storyline, right? We, we know what the, what the game is based around. We, we have a, a, a projected time frame for a functional demo. What's the next step after this functional demo is available? And also, who who will have access to this? Is this like a private, like, is this like a subscription? You know, people need to subscribe to what you got going on on the site, or is this just going to be available to the public? Um, I'm for the first demo. I'm gonna put it on the HIO, which is a, a streaming platform for for independent developers. Um, I'm gonna do that first, just so any any and everybody would like to get their hands on the game can get their hands on the game. Um, from there, I'm gonna start a Kickstarter campaign for for crowdfunding and, and put out my my Patreon uh, for people who want to have the m most latest build. Uh, will have to subscribe to my Patreon and and they'll get that. But also being you know under my Patreon, you know they can communicate with me directly um, and and give me feedback. You know what I mean? Um, Patreon is a monthly subscription thing, so you have different tiers. Um, some of the, the people in the highest two tiers will have more direct feedback on the game. What um, would be an ideal, um, you know, fundraising amount? Um, at this point, uh, I'm only looking at maybe 100K. Uh, there's not a lot that I would say I need at the moment, you know what I mean? But this is so, just... Pretty... So let's, let's spice it up a little bit, right? What? Because we spoke about this before. So yeah. You no, know, right? This is something that we piqued the interest of, of, of uh, you know, our listeners, right? And what is something that, um, that what would be a benefit to someone to say, hey, I pledge X amount of dollars to your current project? What, what, what would be, uh, you know, what would be something that they can look forward to? So the highest tier people who pledge let's say the, the tier three pledgers if they was pledging to my patreon will get a free copy of the game as well as being a part of my discord um whenever we release merchandise or demo merchandise y'all be the first people to get um a part of that uh people in level two they'll just be a part of the discord as well as you know people in level three uh where they can give direct feedback on the game um they'll release when we release merchandise they'll get the a prototype once every six months um, but there's no free copy of the game. I'm sorry, you know. Uh, and level one people would just... Ain't nothing to be sorry about, man. You know, you get what you pay for. You know what I'm saying? So. And uh, level one people will be able to get a free, you know, play all the latest builds. You know, I I want everybody on any any tier to be able to play, you know, a build and, and be able to email me and, and give me their feedback. You know, um, customer interaction is great. You know, I've learned that um, and, and a lot of people really need to understand this. Having interaction with your customers is the best thing for your business. You know, if you customers, you 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 give away. You know, you you can't know what's working and what's not working. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I come from a, a retail background. You know what I mean? I started my first job at McDonald's, and I realized that whenever I was friendly with customers, they always came back. If I showed them love, if I showed them appreciation, if I showed them attention, if I listened to what they said, you know what I mean, and, and provided great customer service, they always came back. 
you know, still to this day, I carry those lessons. And, and, and that's why I said, you know, there's, there's always something that can be learned from no matter where you're at. You know, it just depends on how you approach it and, and you know, and how you take it all in. Um, so, um, so 100K is the goal. Um, is, is what we're looking to raise up now. Is there a way to uh, have people pledge funds prior to you having your Patreon intact? In uh, I'm going to put up my PayPal account for those who would like to pledge a little earlier, um, for those who believe in me. Um, in fact, if you if you type it in now, I will pin it so people know, you know, how to, you know, how to get a hold of you and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Um, I'm going to probably have to do that in a little bit. Uh, okay, no worries. No worries. Yeah, I get it. It's a lot of stuff. Trust me, I know it's a lot of stuff to try to remember. And, you yeah. know, back, look, let's do it this way. Look. We'll have you put your PayPal link in your bio. Yeah. Account, and then people can go pledge that way um, and things of that nature. Um, Merchandise-wise, man, I think you have a really unique logo. When I saw it, I told you what I thought it resembled. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, you broke it down to me, and I just, you know, um, I, I, I do. I think your logo is dope. I think it's, it's very creative. It's unique. Um, do you have any merchandise like I don't know t-shirts, hats, some stickers, something that uh, you will be able to, uh, you know, um, uh, provide, you know, your your, your supporters? Uh, I'm re uh, in the process of redoing my logo. Should I say updating it? It's been a couple of years, so uh, we're spending this month updating our logo okay. and redesigning merchandise. Uh, it's cold, so. The first, you know, wave of merchandise that we'll be giving out to people is hoodies and um, learning, go finding a provider or a vendor to give us, you know, hats. Uh, the hoodies and the hats and T-shirts would definitely come in, you know, handy. Um, I want people to uh, wear our merchandise. And on the back of a lot of our merchandise, we're going to have personal quotes from, you know, the people that are associated with Rebellious Nature. Um, the first... Wave would definitely be my personal quote. Go against the grind, risk it all, achieve everything. Um, I want people to have that so when they wear this merchandise, they can remember, even when they're feeling like they can't do it, that there's something that they can look at it and motivate them to keep going. You know, that's dope. So, you know, it's not necessarily just a piece of clothing at that point. No, no, that's what represents a lot more. Um, so that's that's all right. So, um Let's 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 dive in a little bit into uh, the creative the creative mind of <laughs> of a one Jonathan Fagan. Um, what what like where do you go mentally when you're putting together a storyline for your for your game? Like, is it is it a combination of like life experiences, or is it just creative thinking, or is it both? Uh, it's definitely both. Um, to make you laugh, my wife, she knows when I'm in the flow because I go in the living room and I, I close all the curtains and the blinds and I turn all the lights off and I enter the back cave, so to speak. Um, being a creative, for me, sometimes when I, I have all the lights off, I can just sit back and look in the darkness and kind of like create. So for a lot of times when I create a storyline, I look at personal experiences or real world experiences and I say to myself, 
how can I use this in the most creative way where I can engage my audience and have them go through this experience and make their own choices? Mm. Um, for Universal Warriors, um, for the most part, it was personal experience. A lot of, a lot of, lot of personal experience. It was living through the stop and frisk era, you know, to go back to that. Um, being from where we were at in, in those years, all the way from like maybe 2002, all the way up to maybe 2008, and probably even beyond that, it was really hard. You know what I mean? Getting stopped for no reason, uh, being pushed up against the wall for no reason, uh, having cops kind of like, you know, for lack of better words, violate you. Uh, that was a really hard way to grow up in New York City. And uh, I, I respect the police. I understand that they're doing their job, but, you know, sometimes a lot of that just felt a lot of uncalled, a lot, very uncalled for. And so for us growing up through that, you know, it left a certain feeling. And a lot of people in, in urban communities, it's not like we distrust the police. We just feel like we're not listened to. You know, we just feel like sometimes you bully us. Um. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine line, right? Um, it's definitely a fine line. <laughs> um, but now let's... Would you, would you say that their actions are not warranted? I know the actions are definitely warranted. Uh, if I'm going to keep it real on both sides, it's... Uh, I mean, because like, I'm going to be honest. Like, back then, I didn't get it. But like now... <laughs> As a husband and a father of four boys, right? Mm. My mentality is different. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a law-abiding citizen, one hundred percent of the time, right? I don't break no laws anymore. Like I'm, a, I'm, I'm a real like, mm. I'm on point, right? The only time that I was ever concerned with seeing police was when I was up to no good, right? So it's like, um. Think of all the crime that was prevented by the stopping first. All the guns that were taken off the streets, the illegal substances that didn't make it across the, to a different borough, which, I mean, nine out of ten times, you know, it's people in our own community. They bring that poison into our community and serve it to the kids or to the, to the kid's mom or either way, um, it's, we, we do a lot of harm to our own communities. Um, so I'm going to play devil's advocate. What's your stance on that? I agree with you. You know, um, my stance with my game is to let people know that not all people of color are that way. But if we're just being totally honest, um, I am pro-black, but I'm not pro-stupid. Mm -hmm. If you do something wrong, you should be responsible and accountable for your actions. You know, and I cannot blame anybody who's in law enforcement for being scared or agitated. Only thing I ask for is transparency. And not just from them, but from us as well. We cannot say that, oh, he's black. He shouldn't go to jail. Well, he robbed three people and stabbed two other people. Yes, he should go to jail. I truly believe, though, Yeah. we need to be with each other before we can expect other people to be honest with us now, that's that's where I 
So this was a setup question. So would would this transition into your video game? Or, or yes. Uh, uh, there are a lot of segments where uh, the character and the team that he he belongs to, we talk about making decisions. You know, there are people that follow decisions because they follow decisions blindly and there are people that realize that being indecisive at times cause people more problems than going out there and actually doing something about it um there's even a segment where uh well you know i just let the audience see see it where the main character has to you don't, look want, at to, you don't want to give out too much all right don't, i don't want to give out too much, but no. he he has yeah. to face to face with his own Listen, face adversity and leave it at that. <laughs> you don't want to give out too much, right? You want to keep the people engaged. You want them to, you know, really be able to get the full experience. Um, yeah. Um, so we we covered the game. All right, we kind of dove into a couple of things. Um, I'm uh I'm a peel it back a little bit, okay? Um. Before you got into the gaming situation, um, what was your what was your first love like? You know, like like a lot of people don't know. I used to want to be a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? I used to want to be a lawyer, kid. Like I was like people don't know. Like before I, before I transitioned back into living in the Bronx, I was a straight A honor roll student. A lot of people don't know that. Like like my foundation was solid. Like in regards to education wise, that's why I'm able to you know maintain myself in a certain lane and process things a certain way. Um, so before it was game developing, before it was gaming for you, what was like, or was it always gaming for you? Uh, I would say my first love was gaming, but I felt that one time my calling was to be a pilot. Like, I've always wanted to join the Air Force. Mm, that's fire. <laughs> now, I now, wanted to the skies, I wanted to fly a jet. I always thought that was, and even to the day, I still think that's probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. That was that would be my next question. So once once rebellious nature reaches that point, like, and you got nothing but time on your hands and you pulling your hair out because you just bored out your mind, right? Um, while you wait to discover this next developer that will take the gaming industry to the next level, is that something you would be willing to, you know, kind of indulge in and kind of pursue after, you know, to try to go out there and uh, get your pilot license? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I think that's dope. <laughs> uh, for for people who might not know, there was a game called Pilot Wing, right? Um, on the Super Nintendo, and it was a, a flight simulator. Um, my mom got that for me, and uh, out of all the games I've played as a child, I think I played that to the point where it didn't even work no more. Mm. Um, being in the skies and stuff like that. Then I got a PlayStation. I started to play Ace Combat. And I really love planes. I really did. My grandfather took me to a, the airplane museum when I was a kid. Mm. And he laughed at me. And, and he probably still laughs at me now. But uh, I think I was probably like maybe 10 years old. And they put me in a, the, the cockpit of, a, of the F-16. And I couldn't reach the pedals. And my grandfather was like, he, he's too short to reach the pedals. And I'm like, I'm a grown man now. I can reach it. Oh, good. Hey, you know, Grandpa got a lot of, he plays a major role in life. I, I done heard Grandpa come up many times, and that's definitely something I would like to uh, touch base on and, uh, you know, 
just the type of influence you know what I mean that uh, G pops had had on you like, as you know as a young man and even into a, a fine adult. Damn, what can I say about... Matter of fact, what can't I say about my grandfather? Um, my grandfather's been the biggest and most inspirational part of my life. Mm, um, that's hard. That's hard right there. Right. Um, I think I, I acquired a couple of his skills and abilities. I inherited a lot from him. Uh, a lot of people call me an asshole, but they call him an asshole too. Uh, I don't think it's asshole in the sense of where he hurts people, but I think it's asshole in the sense where he's honest, you know, and, and not brutally honest, but honest to be real. And he's taught me that. He's always taught me to stand on my morals. Like, no matter what I do in life, just if I did it, then I did it. Be accountable and responsible for it. Um, if I didn't do it, then don't be blamed for something I didn't do. Don't stand there and take it and, and be a victim. Really? Uh, if there's something I want in life, I got to go chase it. You know what I mean? I can't sit back and just say, I want it, you know what I mean? Without getting my ass up and then, you know. Um, and then my grandfather was was loving and compassionate. You know, I think sometimes that, you know, we grew up in, in this, this, this area where men are supposed to be non-compassionate and non-empathetic and stuff like that. And um, as a child, I've never seen my grandfather do that, you know. Uh, he raised me to be a man throughout a lot of years of my life, you know? So throughout eight, you know, from the time I was born until the time I was 13, he always hugged me. And then as I grew older, he he taught me that, you know, he gave me tough love. He says, look, you cannot be out here disrespecting people. You cannot let your grades drop. You can't blame everybody else for that. You can't be a coward. And so a lot of, I've always been very courageous and always very brave and self-assured. But what my grandfather did was make sure that those natural talents of mine was ironclad. Mm. Nobody can ever break me down and, and make me something that I'm not. And and so, even as a man, he taught me how to be a father and how to love my children, and and how to love my wife. And uh, there's a lot of other things that I, I don't even have enough time to tell people what my grandfather did. That's deep, but not, that's a thing. That's a beautiful thing, though. You know, some people don't get to experience that. You know, and he's always been that. You know, and so um, I tell a lot of people, you know, if there's anybody I've, I've ever been afraid of in this world, it's just my grandfather. You know what I mean? And not because he can hurt me, but because it's like when somebody likes that puts that much of their life into you, when you become lazy, it's disrespectful to them. Absolutely. And not disrespect my father for nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, now I'm, 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 I'm with you on that, man. Um, we, we've, um, I guess at some point or another, we've all looked for that individual in our life that could play that role, that could, you know, have such an influence and such an impact. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to know that, you know, you had someone play that role. And uh, sometimes, you know, we don't we don't really know where we're going to get that affection from, you know, who's going to provide it. And a lot of the times we believe we're going to get it from a certain place. And like they say, when you go to the well too many times, eventually it runs dry. And um, that's the difference from going to a well and having a, a genuine support system. It'll never run dry unless you, you know, fuck it up yourself for lack of better words. Um, so you saying you would never disrespect them, that's, to me, that's major. And I, I, I like to believe that that's definitely uh, uh, very important. That's a very important aspect of of the way that uh, you address it and you approach it. 
So that's that's for sure, for sure a major thing. Um, um, I guess, you know, um, what's what's left now is again one more time plug plug in you know what you know what you got going on how they can reach you um and uh more or less you know we got the date the, at least the projected date for the um the uh the demo for june 2023 um i i forgot to ask you how much longer after the demo is available would it take for the actual game to be available aside like if you if you can get the funding within the um, ideal amount of time how much how much more time would you say it would take to actually put the game out i'm looking at uh maybe q2 which is basically summer of 2025. okay um, that time if not uh, Q1 of 2026, which will probably be two and a half years from now. Um, game development does take a long time. You know, uh, I'm trying to release it in a window where people can sit back and actually enjoy the game without being bogged down by, you know, holidays and family and stuff like that. I have a lot of respect for people and their family, so I'm not just releasing a game for your entertainment, but I'm also releasing a, a game for your time. And I want you to I want to value your time before I take away from your time. That's just where I'm at. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. So I mean, you know, this, um, this. Uh, I mean, at this point, I mean, what, what, what's your message before we conclude? You know, EP five. Well, what's your message to the people, man? Um, my my message, like I said, was my personal quote, right? Um, I'm gonna take from you for a little bit. You know, what I mean, before I say it, uh, if you're gonna do anything in life, you do need drive. You need determination, you know what I mean? And, and you do need discipline. If you don't have those things, there's nothing in the world that you're gonna be able to do. Um, motivation is a fleeting emotion. It's here today, it's going tomorrow. It's like the flicker of a lighter. Um, so discipline is a very, very, very big thing for me. Um, but it's more on a personal level, you know what I mean? Because you can have all those things, but if you are not willing to go against what people want you to do, want you to be, you'll never go your own path, you know, and you got to risk it. You know what I mean? Like you're going to lose friends. You're going to lose family. You're going to lose opportunities. Um, and it might not be opportunities that you might actually need at that time. You're going to lose a lot of stuff, but if you stay on your path, whatever you want, you're going to get, and you have to achieve it. You know what I mean? You have to go out there and say, I want this. I'm going to get it at all costs. You know what I mean? Uh, I think a lot of people are afraid to take that step because they are afraid that, you know, they might slip and they might fall. And you know what? You might just. But as long as you get back up and you keep walking, then you know where that pothole was at before and you can keep down your path. Mm -hmm. But you got to rebel against what people want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Rebellion is not a bad thing. You know what I mean? We, we rebelled against Britain like 400 years ago and we became our own country. So you know what, do you know, and, and follow your nature. When you stop going against what God put in your heart and what God told you to do, then that's why you always hit problems. You know what I mean? Um, I stayed true to myself throughout a lot of years. And, and if people expected me to fail, then guess what? I haven't and I still won't. You know what I mean? I follow what's in my heart at all times, and, and that's why I am where I'm at with the people that love me and the people that I love. Mm. Uh, I, that's, 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 hard, that's hard for the streets right there. That's hard. <laughs> different, yeah, it's a different mentality, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's, 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 um, man, 
that's a heavy way to leave leave a crowd. Um, <laughs> but it's true, you know, it's true. It's all honest, and that's the beauty in it. You know, what I'm saying you're not holding no punches, and that you know it goes hand in hand with the name rebellious nature. Um, and and it's clearly, you know, I'm glad you were able to shed light so that people not thinking rebellious is a bad thing. You know, being rebellious sometimes is necessary. Um, for the young, the young uh, audience out there, that does not mean that when mom and dad say clean your room, you say I'm taking a stand today. We ain't cleaning the room no more. All right, yeah. listen. When it comes to your parents, when it comes, you know, to your elders in general, when you at school, you know, these people play a, a significant role in your life. So, you know, don't make your parents repeat themselves. Don't make your teachers repeat themselves. You know, whatever lessons are being taught is uh, for the better of of your future, the better of your of your upbringing. Um, so I, I, I definitely want to put that out there. I want to let the youth know, you know, <laughs> you know, mom and dad or grandma or grandpa or Mr. or Mrs. whatever, whatever class you don't like. Uh, trust me, they, they they all just want the best for you out there. Um, uh, so I guess that, that will conclude EP5, man. So I just want to let everybody know out there. I appreciate you guys for uh, tapping in with us on Spotify, iHeart. Um, whatever other major uh, platform you're hearing us on, um, Apple uh, Podcast. I'm new to this guy, so you know, uh, bear with me. I'll, I'll get all my proper plugins, and uh, you know, I don't want to disrespect any other platform that is actually streaming my service. Um, but ultimately, this is this is going to be something dope. I'm excited to move forward. I'm excited to you know take this down, do what needs to be done with it, remix, master, whatever, and then actually launch. This is an exclusive live me you're doing right here. So it'll only be up here probably for like however long they say it takes. And then once they rip it, it's gone. It won't be on the ground no more uh, until it, it's made available on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, iHeart and Pandora. And it's, it's, it's a long list of places where people will be able to have access to this. So um, this is EP5. We are sitting here one-on-one -on -one with my good friend, uh, Jonathan Fagan, uh, founder and CEO of Rebellious Nature Games and uh, Universal Warriors is the name of the game that will be available to you sooner than later. He's working hard on it. And uh, once again, just let them know where they can find you, man. Uh, you can definitely find me on my IG at rebelliousnaturegames.com. You can definitely email me at my Gmail, rebelliousnaturegaming at gmail.com. I'll put up my PayPal and, and my account. Uh, if anybody has any inquiries, any questions, you can definitely send me a, a, a DM. Um, like I said, I, I, if I don't answer quickly, it's either I'm sleeping or I'm at work. Um, I'm pretty much open to anybody. Uh, if the youth wants to know what's, you know, the best course of action for them, I can, I can give them from my own personal experience. Um, I just want people to have informed decisions, you know what I mean? If they want to go down this field. Um, but I will say this, uh, you, if you make this choice, go head first, you know what I mean? Programming is not one of those things you jump in and jump out of. You, It's, a, it's an everyday thing, just like eating, breathing, drinking, and going to work. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you got to think and believe it in order to achieve it. You know, I like to tell people all the time that, man, you got to think and believe it in order to achieve it, man. So uh, with that being said, this is uh, Fig's Pro Tips. I'm your host, Coach Fig. I appreciate your time, my brother. We just finished wrapping up here with Jonathan Fagan, once again, the owner, founder, and CEO 
up with Brothers Nature Games. You guys already know where to find them. You know how to plug them. Uh, once again, I want to say thank you to Spotify, iHeart, Apple uh, uh, Podcasts, and every other streaming platform that's going to air this once it's made available. And um, obviously, uh, even Instagram for, you know, allowing me to use them for right now so I can figure out whatever I got to figure out on my side. Um, and we'll go from there. We'll, we'll actually do a follow-up. But we'll do that one in person. You know, I got working on a couple of things here, and uh, we'll go from there, my brother. So again, I appreciate your time. You stay safe. You stay blessed. And until the next time, this is Coach Fig, and I'm checking out. Peace.